You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. So before we get into our episode, just a quick reminder that February 28th, we will air our quarterly episode of the Girl Next Door book club. So you still have time to grab a copy of The Keeper of Lost Things by Ruth Hogan and read along with us and then listen in on the discussion in a couple weeks. So since love is in the air, we thought we'd talk about relationships and share our ideas on six things happy couples do. So we're each going to give you our top three and discuss what this looks like in each of our marriages. But first, a cocktail. So I have a cocktail that has actually been named by one of our listeners because I sent a call out on Instagram Uh as I was posting the ingredients. And I think the winner is going to be the Ginny Weasley. (laughs) I love it. I just, I mean, as a Harry Potter fan, I love it. So this is gin and it's Bar Hill Gin, which is a kind of a craft brand. You find the good gins. I know. And I they've like been it. they've been gifts. So nice. people, friends seem to know me well. So it's out of Vermont and it has a very honey floral yeah. uh, kind of taste to it. And then some fresh, fresh squeezed OJ. Okay. And then Iconic Cocktails Ginger mm. Syrup. And it is spicy. We love you. Iconic so, Cocktails. Yeah, we sure do. Okay. All right. Cheers. Two happy couples. Mm-hmm. Oh, that ginger's good. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's I really don't good. feel like I've had gin with ginger. Yeah. Which is funny because we put ginger beer in everything. And I use gin a lot. Yeah. But so. I don't I don't feel like we've really had that combo. Yeah. It's not ginger beer, but that ginger syrup. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. I, I was so I was putting it all together. I was like, do these go together? I wanna I wonder if there is a classic cocktail that has ginger and gin together and what that's called. Maybe it would surprise us. A Ginny Weasley. Obviously. Delicious. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive in. Okay. I think we both would consider our marriages pretty happy. Yeah. Um, Not that we are experts and not that we haven't had seasons that have been very hard. For sure. Um, But hopefully we've learned some principles along the way that can be helpful. And, you know, we just like to share our opinions no matter what. We've got plenty of them. Sure do. So I thought each of us could give our top three ideas for things happy couples do. Okay, I like this. So... We've talked about parenting, yeah. but just in general, even if you're not parents, yeah. this is this is more general marriage yes. or relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. So why don't you get us started with one and then we'll okay. volley back and forth. I'm so excited to see what we have both said and okay. see where we overlap and just, yeah, this I bet one's we'll a little different this time. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my first one is to have some cheap and easy ways to connect yes. and that both people help make them happen. I like that. So they're like both committed, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Um, And I know that most of us, just about everyone will enjoy watching television shows or movies with a spouse Mm -hmm. or partner, but uh, this, this is something to have outside of that. Where you can talk during it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like that's totally fine if one of those is one of your things, but, but I think just having a couple of things outside Mm -hmm. of that too. Um, And, and I say these cheap and easy ways to connect because they need to fit into your schedule and budget no matter what time of what season of life Mm -hmm. you're in. If you have kids and babies that are up at all hours, Mm -hmm. you do not feel like going out for a date night because you want to be asleep by 8 p.m. or you just can't get babysitters or for whatever it is. Um, So, so yeah. Shouldn't require a babysitter or need much planning. Okay. Certainly date nights and stuff, always great. But mm-hmm. these are kind of the things to have in your back pocket. Well, because um, I do feel like if you have these things, mm-hmm. sorry. No, please. I'm like, this, please. this gets deep Jump real in. quick. <laughs> I think that um, then maybe you don't feel like if you kind of build some of these ways in when those mm-hmm. life changes happen, you mm-hmm. don't feel so much like the rug is pulled out from under you because yeah. you're like, that's okay. We can still do this. Right. This is our thing. Some that little, we do. Yeah. some little ways to still anchor like you as a couple. Like um, so they should definitely be low effort. So a few ideas that I have. So for example, Chris and I, I kind of have talked about for starting this year, have instituted our Thursday night cookie dates. I love it so much. And so far it's been going really well. Can you tell me logistically? Yes. How, how tell this me is how the frozen dough works. Like, oh, okay. How does the cookie date go? Okay. This is how it goes. So far we've had two small batches of dough that we made and then... One time, Chris just, we made some fresh cookies and then he froze it all in a hunk. 
Okay. And then another time when I made some dough, I scooped it out into scoops and froze it and then put it all in a plastic bag. Oh, so it was bag. pre-portioned even. Exactly. Okay. So Ben, after the boys go to sleep, preheat the oven, take out a few chunks of dough, usually enough for us to each have two cookies. So do you have to thaw it first? No, I just put it frozen. Oh. Yeah. And I we good to know. Yeah, so far we've just been Chris is pretty good, as you know, about just making up a cookie dough recipe. Yeah. And those have been good, but I think maybe we need to go a legit butter yes. butter heavy for, for the yes. freezing Special situation. Treat. So it's still really good out of the freezer. I I would agree. Yeah. But anyway, sense. but we've still had like our little cookie treats. So you just bake those from frozen eight to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's really not too different. Um and then I get a big glass of milk and we sit on the couch and eat our cookies it. and talk about whatever. I love it. And sometimes we talk for a long time and sometimes it's 15 minutes later. It's like, I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Good exactly, night. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, that's kind of our little thing and I'm just, I'm, I'm loving it so far. Um, let's see, a, like a few other ideas. It could be some kind of quick game dice or cards, like not an all out game night. There mm. are definitely games that can be 15 minutes. Yes. So it doesn't have to be like monopoly or risk. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I have to take over the world. Yeah. Um, one of, um, one of our very favorite games that's really quick is called quicks. I'll link to it in the show notes, but okay. it's Q W I X X and it is like a 15 minute gameplay. So like that's a dice great. game. Um, it is dice. Yes. And then you have a little score pad. Okay. It's really fun. Uh, like a crossword or a puzzle. Another thing I thought of, if you're more an early morning person or a morning thing, maybe someone runs out to get Starbucks before mm-hmm. their kids are awake mm-hmm. and you get like 30 minutes to just drink coffee mm-hmm. together. I don't know. I just feel like the, the possibilities are kind of endless. Just yeah. take something that could could be mundane and just put a little ritual behind it or yeah. just make it a weekly thing. It just and anchors it feels like, yeah, it feels like a special thing then versus like, okay, we both drink coffee every morning. Right. So yeah, just even like Jeremiah bringing me coffee every yeah. morning and then I kind of like wake up and chat with him as right. he's getting ready and mm-hmm. it could just, be, I could go get it myself, right. but it's like, yeah, but it makes nice. it special. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I think that... Um, you know, we're set kind of in our routines and especially when life gets so busy, but you can often deviate from your routine by 30 minutes once a week, you yeah. know, if you plan ahead mm-hmm. and, and that 30 minutes can really be, can really mm-hmm. mean a lot. So can, can be significant. Um, I, I will say, I think, uh, just a tip for this is just to plan it ahead at least kind of a few hours, just mm-hmm. especially if you're busy and dealing with young kids or just whatever busyness of life. I think just having that mentally for me, yes, you know, because otherwise at the end of a long day, I do just like want to shut down. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, it's Thursday night cookie date. Like I'm looking forward, looking forward to just connecting with Chris. It. Yeah. Exactly. I do have to share two kind of funny things about our cookie date. Okay. So one was last Thursday, we go to swim lessons on Thursday evenings with the boys. And, oh, and last Thursday we were going to podcast. So I knew our schedule would be a little off. And so actually at a work meeting, we had had these giant delicious cookies. So I like grabbed an extra one of those and was Mm -hmm. like, oh, Chris and I will do our cookie date while we watch the boys at swim class. And so we both like left our phones in the car and we're just going to like eat our cookies. So we ate this like big giant cookie and, you know, we're behind this glass wall and the boys are across the pool and whatever. So we do that and it was great. And then we got home, we got the boys into pajamas and Dash came over to me and he was just acting like all sleepy and cuddly. And I got him up in my arms and he like laid his head down and I thought he was going to be like, I love you mama Mm -hmm. or something. And he was like, I saw you and daddy eating something (laughs) during swim lessons. (laughs) That kid. And I was just like, oh my God. Like he, he has, like he's caught you in the He has a radar for sweets. He really was across the pool so far away. He smelled it. Yes. And and so I was just like, oh, well, because we had given them little bars as snacks. I was like, we were just having our, having our bar. And he was like, I didn't see a rapper. So he caught us. Okay. The second thing was we had our cookie date last night, actually. And, um, and like, we're kind of wrapping up dinner, cleaning dishes and stuff. And then I said something like, Oh, I'm going to podcast tomorrow. Do you want to do our cookie date tonight? Oh, Oh, why did I say it? (laughs) Oh God. And Dash was like, cookie date? What's that? (laughs) Sounds fun. Let's do that. Chris was like, it's just where 
Mama and I talk about cookies that we might want to make someday. <laughs> we look at recipes of cookies. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. So you don't eat cookies, right? Because that, that would be silly. And we were like, I mean, definitely not. <laughs> They're going to grow up thinking like cookie date is a euphemism for oh, something much, much worse. I know. I know. <laughs> cookie date by so eye. anyway... <laughs> You got to be careful. <laughs> so the moral of the story is have cookie dates exactly. regularly. Exactly. <laughs> In all ways. Okay. okay. All right. Give me your so, first one, lad. This is similar to yours, but okay. a little different. Okay. Um, I think that happy couples have their things. Hmm. And it's kind of one of those things could be those intentional right. dates or yeah. whatever. But they, I think that you just have these things that maybe even only make sense to you or yeah. only are fun to you. Yeah. Um, and then obviously bigger things too, like maybe your faith or your, you know, a hobby that you both right. really enjoy or something. Um, but I'm just thinking even of like, I think I've mentioned this before, our music video nights. Yeah, I love Where that. we just like, we don't have an, a, a set night. Right. But when it, when like the stars align mm-hmm. and we just, we just love it. Like Aww. we reminisce because we're watching old right. videos and we right. look up whatever. We're having drinks and just yeah, like. Yeah, that sounds so I don't fun. Know, but we're, we're home and the girls yeah. are in bed and yeah. it just ends up being a fun night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just things that are maybe only for you as a couple or mm-hmm. that maybe you enjoy with other people socially, but like just, mm-hmm. I don't know how to quite explain it, but you have your things. How you do know? you think you go about kind of... Finding a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe identifying them or yeah. kind of making it that way because it, it could, it, it, everyone has those, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe they don't even realize like, oh, this is kind of our thing. Yeah. You know? Well, I think like to me, I don't think about how I do that because both of us are so, me and you are like, so turn everything into a tradition. It's true. But I Chris think accuses that, me of that all yeah, the time. I think really that, that there's something to that though mm-hmm. in a relationship or in a family, because if you're the one kind of bringing attention, like, oh, this is kind of our thing. And then right. it becomes that just because right. you've, you know, made it, it that. Set it to be so. Um, but yeah, I think part of it is like spending time doing fun things together or trying new things. You never know what great one. might be your next thing yeah. because if you, you know, I've been with Jeremiah since I was 15. Mm-hmm. So like we've had a lot of time to come right. up with some things. Right. <laughs> but like if you didn't, you know, if you're not really spending a lot of time together or intentionalizing mm-hmm. that time, mm-hmm. that's kind of where those things are born yeah. out of. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a very generic general one, but I no, just I really that. think that like, happy couples have these things that just kind of like glue them Mm -hmm. together, both big Mm -hmm. and small. Yeah. I like that because I would say like something that Chris and I love is doing the crossword. Mm -hmm. We don't have a set time that we Mm -hmm. do it together. We used to, before we had kids, go almost every Sunday to a coffee shop and Mm -hmm. do the crossword, but we basically never do them now together. But if we had a coffee date and it would and that could be something that one of us could be like, oh, let's do a crossword. And yeah. that would just make it even more special. Well, yeah, it, like it triggers this nostalgia mm-hmm. too, where mm-hmm. you you kind of forget like that these certain things are your things. Yeah. Um, even I think about too, we used to go grocery shopping all the time or mm-hmm. to like Costco or Sam's mm-hmm. together all the time. Right. And I remember feeling like it was like a benchmark of how we were doing if he like hip checked me into an aisle or <laughs> did something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could feel kind of how we were and take the temperature of our relationship right. at the time by how silly we were right. grocery shopping. Yeah. And now it's like divide and conquer exactly. a lot. But when we do get a chance to yeah. do it, it's like, oh, like yeah. this is our, right. I don't know. It just brings up those, um, you know, nostalgic mm-hmm. feelings and yeah. kind of memories of when you were dating or yeah. whatever. So I really like that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> those so husbands. I, we love those husbands. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. My next one is have a continuing conversation about the relationship. And what I mean by this is just like, talk about your relationship. Be very meta about the relationship. Yes. Be very meta is a great way to put it. Um, and, and talking, talking about how things are going, like things that might be hard, but also things that are awesome, like Mm -hmm. how you're an awesome couple. Um, and as, but especially talking about the hard stuff, but talking about it when no one is emotional. And yeah. I almost mean like talk about your relationship almost like dispassionately mm-hmm. if it's something difficult, mm-hmm. like putting it at a time when it's not the heat of the moment, when you're not pressed for time, just when you can both be calm and mm-hmm. kind of look at it more objectively that can help you see it more from someone else's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, just able to be, like I said, more objective and more sympathetic. 
Um, I think that definitely can include how you're parenting. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find is something that we're having conversations about and something that I am really working on is just, you know, if Chris is parenting in a way in my, like Mm -hmm. what I want to do is like, Oh, don't say it that way. Like, you know, and I am still guilty of that, but I really am trying because I know when we've talked about it, you know, he's like, it really is frustrating to mm-hmm. be corrected when I'm already in this emotional moment. Right. Of course, right. of course it is. Anybody would be, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's totally open to talking about it. Right. And then I can hear his perspective right. on it too. So anyway, and so I just, I think that goes for all aspects of the relationship. And then it is, that's kind of there, like that continuing conversation, um, like, resentment is less likely to build up Mm -hmm. or an issue is less likely to kind of take seed and Mm -hmm. you know you're just kind of thinking about that and I would say I think this includes your sexual relationship Mm -hmm. that should be something that is on the table and can be open Mm -hmm. to be talked about and I think things are not unspoken right right all all things exactly Exactly. When you're trying to have that close of a relationship with somebody yeah and I think that lately um our our Thursday cookie dates end up kind of being just a great time for that. We don't Mm -hmm. intentionally always necessarily sit down for that, but just since it's a time that we're getting to chat it, you know, those things can come up Mm -hmm. and then it's like such a great time for them Mm -hmm. because we're relaxed. Like, do you you ever have like one of those where you set aside a time, like to have a beer, have a cookie, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, Oh, let's just chat. We just haven't. And then it turns into like this, not in a bad way, but right. like in a An holy intense. crap, we need, yeah, like you're both crying and it becomes this like crazy intense conversation. <laughs> right, right, yes. Just huh. like all comes you're out. like, sorry, clearly we needed to talk <laughs> yes. about something. <laughs> yes. You never know. You never yes. know. Yes. But yeah, the more that you're making time just to have those in the interim, then when mm-hmm. that stuff needs to come out, it's already there. Yes. And it just is easier. Yeah. So. And you've created space for it. It's not awkward where you're always like, when is the right time to bring right. this up? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, this kind of goes along with that too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mine is say things out loud. Mm-hmm. Happy couples say things out loud. I think that's a that great one. Something, um, I don't know, something even just in watching some other couples who are going through some things and like mm-hmm. talking to the wife about it, who's mm-hmm. a friend of mine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they, they will tell me this like, you know, long soliloquy of like Mm -hmm. what has been bothering them or what they think they need. And then I will say like, well, have you told him that? Right. And so often the answer is no. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I I can't not say things to a fault. So like that, I don't have that particular struggle, but I I think that that's been a strength of ours in our relationship Mm -hmm. because, um, we talk about things when they're bothering us and, we even to the point of like drawing very clear boundaries when they need to be drawn. Like mm-hmm. you, I, you can't talk to me like that mm-hmm. or that really bothers me because mm-hmm. it reminds yeah. me of this or right. whatever. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many people that have been together for years even that have never had some of those mm-hmm. tough conversations. And mm-hmm. like, I'm thankful that Jeremiah like quote unquote puts me in my place sometimes mm-hmm. or says like, Hey, that's mm-hmm. really rude. Mm-hmm. Or like that really bothers me when mm-hmm. I'm parenting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that we have those conversations out loud instead yeah. of just letting that fester. Right. Um, but then on the other side of that, like expressing that appreciation and gratitude, like yeah. so often I'll notice something that he did mm-hmm. or, or I just take it for granted mm-hmm. when it's really like, then he's gone for a few days like he is right, right. now. And I'm like, Oh, right. he does so many things. And like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't, I am grateful, but mm-hmm. nobody knows that by right. reading your mind. And I right. think you get so comfortable in a marriage, especially that you just think it all goes without saying, yeah. and it really does not. Like yeah. it's all the more reason to mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. Recognize those things. Um, when I, Oh, just like noticing things that you love about that person mm-hmm. and saying them mm-hmm. just not even like gratitude, but just like, I really love how your eyes light up when you Aww. smile or some little cheesy right. thing that maybe you only who would have said when who you're doesn't dating. love yeah. to hear that? Yeah. Does it matter it if you've feel... been together for 15 years yes. that could still make someone's heart And again, <laughs> all the more reason where yeah. you need to hear some of those right. things because you're not in this like mm-hmm. mushy puppy love stage right. anymore. Right. And you're like, I mean, do you even notice like me standing here. And so I think that even it feels like awkward sometimes Mm -hmm. because you're just like, I mean, that's cheesy. I don't need to say that to you. Or just like, you need to slap a butt once in a while. You need to like flirt or 
say those things out loud that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you might keep to yourself. And Mm -hmm. I realize I'm really guilty of, I want that from him, but Mm -hmm. I'm not great about, it feels like like a girly thing. Like I just need you to tell me you like my outfit or tell me you like my makeup, but he needs the same thing. Like he, you know, needs those affirmations too. Yeah. Um, this is a big one too, which I get sassy Uh and we both get sassy actually. And we think that it's fun to like make fun of the other person in uh-huh. front of everybody else. Like mm-hmm. as a, which, yeah. which both of us have a thick right. skin, right? but we forget to like also compliment them mm-hmm. in front of other people mm-hmm. and just, you know, talk about like, or someone will say like, Oh, the kids look so cute or whatever. And I've said to him like, Hey, instead of being like, Oh yeah, well their mom makes them, you know, doesn't let them get dirty or whatever. Be like, right. yeah, Erica really does their hair so cute right. all the time or what, yeah, you yeah. know, and instead of using it as an opportunity to take a little mm-hmm. jokey dig right. to do the opposite. Right. So we're yeah. both like really working on that. Yeah. And then just um, asking for help, like opening your mouth. That's a great one. Saying it out loud, asking your spouse for help when you need it instead of just getting irritable mm-hmm. that you, they're not reading your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then asking you know, other people for help, outside help mm-hmm. that it can't always come from your spouse or maybe you need some counseling or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, just opening your mouth yeah. is a big one. <laughs> open your mouth. That's a great one. I have an example of something recently about the asking for help. And that was, um, let's see, it used to be that, I, well, I work from home on Friday and Chris used to always be able to work from home from home on Fridays as well. And mm-hmm. we would do the grocery shopping together, usually on our way to get the boys from daycare. Did he hip check you into an aisle? <laughs> no. <laughs> or is that a Jeremiah thing? I think that's a Jeremiah <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, that's really funny. Um, but as Chris got busier and took on more responsibility at his job, he has, he's really not working from home anymore, mm-hmm. but we really like, I really like the grocery shopping done on Friday and mm-hmm. I enjoy grocery shopping. I love Trader Joe's mm-hmm. if anyone doesn't know that. So I continue to do it. But just the past few months, I've just been feeling so burned out, like on our dinners, you know, dinner is mm-hmm. like just kind of a perpetual mm-hmm. kind of struggle stressor for me, for many families. Um, And yeah, and just trying to fit it in on Fridays. I felt like my Fridays have been kind of busier and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And so I was just kind of venting to Chris one day, not at him, but just, you know, saying like, oh, I'm just like in such a rut with our dinner planning and the boys are so picky and just all this stuff. And, and we kind of had like a... I don't know. We kind of had a little, not even like a heated discussion, but it, a it kind of back and forth. About yeah. It. A, li- a little back and forth. And it was kind of like, wait, I wasn't really saying that and, or something. I can't really even remember now, but after a few minutes, Chris kind of like, you know, I'm sorry. What I really was trying to say, not that it's, you know, I think I was kind of taking it as if it shouldn't be a big deal or something. Mm-hmm. But I think what he was, what he was trying to say is, like, I'd be happy to do it. To help you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so then I was like, oh, that would be great. Mm -hmm. And now he's doing all the grocery shopping and meal planning. And it's fabulous. (laughs) Nice. Especially (laughs) when that's something that's just bothering you right now. Because it's like, what is the point of all this work where they're not going to eat anything? And it was one of those things where I just assumed that he's so busy. Like, I didn't want to ask him to do one more thing. But he's actually thrilled to do it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like he hasn't been doing that for a while. And he loves to do it. Mm -hmm. So... She's like, great. So anyway, I never would have even thought of asking for help. Yeah, it's like easy to play, not even intentionally, but all of a sudden you feel like burdened Mm -hmm. and then you just vent about that. And like, I think with Jeremiah sometimes too, he's just like, well, what do you want me to do about it? Or or it's something that maybe stresses me out that doesn't stress him out. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, why... Right. Yeah, like, why is this a big deal? But instead right. of me just asking for help and him saying, yeah, I'll do that. Right. It, it's this defensive back right. and forth because he doesn't think it should be a big deal. Exactly. And I feel like he doesn't exactly. understand me. And like, right. <laughs> if we just actually said what we needed. Right. And wanted. Yes. It would go better. Yes. That is exactly <laughs> what happened. It had a very happy outcome. And yeah. it was like, oh, why couldn't have I just right. thought of that <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Here's my last one. I hope I can do a good job explaining it. Um, So I'm calling it practice selfless love. Mm. So here I was trying to talk through it with Chris yesterday. So it's something I've been kind of thinking about for a little while. So, okay, basically, so you've been with your partner for, you know, uh, when when you've been with the partner for a long time, Mm -hmm. I feel like it kind of starts to become a little harder to see them as a person outside the context of your relationship. Yes. You just... 
you know, you know them so well, um, but really within your relationship and you've built a life together. You know, you have all of these things in common, of course, all these memories Mm -hmm. and history and everything. And so almost in a way, I think it becomes hard to think of the person not in terms of yourself, like how what they do affects you or what we maybe think or know is best for them and Mm -hmm. things like that. But they are still individual people with passions, insecurities, the ability to make mistakes and for that to be okay. And so I think like what I'm trying to say is remembering to see your partner as an individual who is doing their best and who Mm -hmm. you want to love and Mm -hmm. support Mm -hmm. and, and kind of going along with that. I just, I I don't even remember in what context I kind of thought of, but I I was thinking of like when I first met Chris and what that was like and just Mm -hmm. thinking of them like as that same person yes. that you were just it's weird almost so to think about. Yeah. overwhelmed with all of these feelings. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, and just even remembering kind of those feelings and remembering like, that's the same person. That's the same person that you wanted to impress or that you were mm-hmm. so impressed by that you thought mm-hmm. was so amazing. That would be so amazing to spend your life with. Um, so I just, I just feel like when I kind of put myself in that mindset, mm-hmm. it can really change my perspective, um, really because ultimately people in a couple should be lifting each other up and helping each other be their very best selves. Mm-hmm. But it is, it, it's so easy to take your partner for granted. And you almost, you almost can't not do that, especially yeah. like in the busyness of life yeah. and stuff. But, but whatever you can do, I think to like trigger yourself to, to not do that or to step out of it, mm-hmm. to kind of have those thought patterns like that. Um, like sometimes I'll think about this when we are just in a difficult parenting moment or, you know, be something really dumb, like, oh, I wish Chris wouldn't stack those bowls that way mm-hmm. in the cabinet or mm-hmm. something. And then just remembering, okay, here is Chris doing his very best, mm-hmm. you know, managing all this stuff was unloading the dishwasher, putting this away is trying to take care of the boys while I get this other thing done. And just like seeing him as he's like trying his best mm-hmm. and it is for the love of our family and mm-hmm. for the love of me. And anyway, yeah. so those kind of, yeah. those little perspectives, I just think like just kind of bring a smile to my face and just kind of diffuse a lot of times mm-hmm. any tension that I might kind of feel building. Mm-hmm. So no, totally. I think, I think back to, especially cause we were teenagers when we mm. met and like, I think back, I will intentionally remember like driving around in his car and like, if he put his hand on my leg, how it was like, <gasps> like I literally can't even breathe, oh. but it's so hard to remember that because yes. you're so comfortable exactly. now, which is its own kind of special. Right. Right. But like, sometimes you have to put yourself back there and be like, this is this like really, like you said, like this really awesome person. Yes. And now I got to marry him and he's incorrectly stacking bowls. Right. And that's awesome, actually. Exactly. You know, and just exactly. um, think thinking about that and like how far you've come and yeah. you have to kind of intentionally put yourself back there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, mm. it was interesting because I was ex- I was like explaining this to Chris and he was like, that's actually very Buddhist. Yeah. It's very <laughs> like, deep. I like, like that very, one. Like very, Buddhism is all about... Um, like getting rid of self uh-huh. and just like, you know, seeing, seeing yourself and all things as being ultimately connected. Right. And, and, and so, not and everything through your own like lens exactly. or whatever. Yes. I like yes. that. <laughs> um, okay. So mine is to assume the best of each other oh, and I then love that. look for it. I love that. Um, and this is where too, I feel like you, it's kind of the, <laughs> I guess in some ways it's the inverse of what you were talking about mm-hmm. or, or the approaching it from another angle. Mm-hmm. But um, also thinking about like the fact that you can't change anybody. Yeah. And it gets, I, I have a have really hard time like with the self-talk about like, well, he didn't do this mm-hmm. or he must not mm-hmm. think this about me mm-hmm. or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I've really been trying to be like, okay, what can I do to make that situation mm-hmm. better? Mm-hmm. Even if it's just intentionally looking for something good about him. Mm-hmm. Um, that changes things a lot, even if he didn't actually change anything he right. was doing. Um, so 
I think especially with parenting, we've talked about this a lot where it's just hard to remember that you're on the same team. Yeah. Cause right. Kids suck sometimes yeah. <laughs> and suck the life out of you. Right. It's just in the stress of everything. Um, and then the different parenting styles and now yeah. all of a sudden you're seeing this other side of this person right. that you wouldn't have seen for right. any other reason. Mm-hmm. Um, to remember that same thing, like you, they are doing their best. Mm-hmm. They have reasons for doing this other than just that they're mean or that they are frustrated. You know, (laughs) they may actually have a whole backstory behind why they're doing something the way they are. Right. And you won't ever find that out unless you talk to them outside of the moment and say, hey, this, I reacted kind of when you did this, what was your reason for Mm -hmm. doing that? And assuming that they had one. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what? They could very well say, I don't know, they were just pissing me off. Right. And then, but then you you have created this like environment where you're on the same team then. And you can say like, okay, yeah, I get that. Like, Mm -hmm. That's what right. I do too. Right. Um, and kind of like, what's what's our signal for when someone needs to tap out? Yeah, You know, because I mean, even if it is just like, I was totally overwhelmed and frustrated, that is legitimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's when you need to be on the same mm-hmm. team, you know, you need a tap out instead yeah. of someone feeling frustrated. Yeah. But, and I mean, that, but that just there. almost never happens in the heat of the moment unless oh, yeah. you've pre-talked about that exactly. or post-talked about right. that. Right. Um, And then just assuming those good intentions, like Mm. you've chosen to love and trust this person because Mm -hmm. you felt like they were a good person. Mm -hmm. So like, it must be for a reason. It didn't all go out the window. Now, obviously like situations where there's, you know, abuse or mistreatment, like this is, we're talking about generally healthy relationships here, but, um, you know, choosing to see some of those things or take some things at face value and not tell yourself a story about Mm -hmm. what something means. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, this is kind of, I have a friend who really, I feel like has taught me a lot about this, mm-hmm. preferring your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I'm on the phone with her and she's told me, she's like, hey, just so you know, like when we first started kind of calling each other, mm-hmm. she's like, if Preston ever calls, I just always like let whoever I'm talking to go oh. and go talk to him for a minute. Cause yeah. I figure he's calling from work. He must have yeah. something either important uh-huh. or like, right. He's just kind of my number one. So mm-hmm. we just always do that. So nobody's worried about each mm-hmm. other or if mm-hmm. they have an emergency or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like answering the phone when they call no matter what, Mm -hmm. um, I heard this piece of marriage advice once too, like if this is kind of that selfless love Mm -hmm. part too, like if you're thirsty, get your spouse a drink or always offering, always Mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, well, they're a person too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And chances are, right. They might be thirsty too, or could use a cookie too or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Just taking that self out of it these actually lined up more than i thought they would like it's kind of like <laughs> well, yin and yang maybe, of everything maybe we hit on like yeah. the six ultimate yeah. couple truths <laughs> basically maybe this is what we should write a book about <laughs> maybe so um kind of kind of along those lines a phrase that i like to think about is i i always want to be in chris's corner and yeah. i always want him to know that i'm in his corner mm-hmm. like i'm his number one in his corner i always want to champion him i mm-hmm. always want to lift him up you know mm-hmm. um like I never want him to doubt it. And, and I always want to feel like I'm acting in that way. Right. So No, and that's hard. I feel like that is something really hard for me. I'm super critical mm. with my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for him, especially like he has said, like, I don't like, you're just so critical. Mm. You have something negative mm-hmm. to say about everything that I do. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think the filter goes off even more with mm. him or with yeah. the kids or people that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And so I just have to really, watch it because really it should be the opposite. Like, like you said, Mm -hmm. he should feel, Mm -hmm. I love that. Like he should feel like Mm -hmm. no matter what Mm -hmm. he's got me, Mm -hmm. you know, and to be the one that's the most critical of him is not really going to (laughs) set that up. I'm sure it's harder when you're, uh, you know, tired or overwhelmed or anything. Are there certain, you know, like patterns or triggers that you think are, or what, what helps you? Cause I think this is something that we can all identify with because mm-hmm. it is a super weird thing. The people that you love the most, yeah. your guard is down the most. Yeah. And then why are we, can we be so picky and critical? Mm-hmm. So I, I think don't know. just part of it is just filling yourself up. Like you have to put yourself first. That's true. And then you're sp- like, I, the worst is always when you're hungry, tired, oh, yeah. overwhelmed. That's yep. when, you know, you give everybody else your yeah. leftovers. So some basic self-care. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Basic self-care is a big one. And I think, and then, um, yeah, just being that communication piece, right. Mm-hmm. Where you're talking about all the time, like that person's not going to take it personally. If you say, 
I need to go upstairs for mm-hmm. like an hour. Right. You yeah. know, because you've talked about the outside of the right. situation and like, got it. Right. <laughs> this is going to go better for everybody if <laughs> right. I give you a minute. Um, yeah. I just, it is. It's just so hard. But I think being conscious of not over overextending yourself so much or mm-hmm. overspending all of your good nature mm-hmm. that all you have left is, mm-hmm. you know, snippiness for yeah. the people you love the most because that's for who's sure. going to get it because right. you can, you yeah. know, right. or you feel like you can. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. I love it. All right. Those are our six tips, friends. Yeah. Tell us your secrets. Yeah. Tell us your secrets to hit happy. Us, hit us up with your marriage, marriage and relationship tips. Okay. So how about obsessions? What are you obsessed with lately? Okay. I've got a great one because it's pretty fresh in my mind. Pretty obsessed with Hamilton. Are you? Oh. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just need to, I think, get the soundtrack and know what it's all about. Yeah, you really do. You really need okay. to get the soundtrack. And look, here's the deal. It is going on tour everywhere. It's coming to Vegas soon. Oh. So I feel like maybe mm-hmm. you and Jeremiah yeah, we need love to Vegas. hop on over mm-hmm. to Vegas and see Hamilton. Okay. Because you would love it. It's okay. just... So I did buy the... When I got the tickets and it just... We went just this week and it was just very exciting because I knew that tickets were so hard to get and I hadn't been listening to this soundtrack mm-hmm. already. I mean, I'd heard of it. I lo- like, I love the sound of it mm-hmm. and all the reasons for it, but I wasn't a super fan already. And so I just thought, I mean, tickets will be impossible. They'll be so yeah. expensive, whatever. Um, and, you know, to guarantee tickets, you had to get season tickets, which mm-hmm. I wasn't quite willing to do. Um, but anyway, then... It, there was a lottery to to get a code to buy tickets mm-hmm. and I made like a, all of my family sign up so that one <laughs> of us would get a code and anyway we were able to get tickets and so I've just been looking forward to that since December I bought the soundtrack that day and been listening to it um, to kind of get to know the story and just the production was just amazing for yeah. for so so many reasons amazing music just the storytelling, the just the perspective on this this production being about the founding of our country. What is this country going to be all about? Mm-hmm. Juxtaposed to yeah. this period that we're yeah. in, where we are like, what is our country Defining all about? That again. Mm-hmm. And it, that is even more intense now. I think it opened. I think in 2015, mm-hmm. and that is just even more intense yeah. now. So there's that aspect, just seeing a production with an all minority cast, mm-hmm. uh, performers. I, I just loved it mm-hmm. so, so much. Mm-hmm. And I loved how it felt so normal, but then yeah. you'd kind of remember yeah. and think I am watching a black man play George Washington mm-hmm. and Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And, and that's important. Like that's so important. Yeah. And I just loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the music was amazing. The story is so emotional. I cried probably at least three times Mm -hmm. and I just left and I, I really can't stop Mm -hmm. thinking about it. Like I'm dying to see it again. There is just something about like a Broadway show. Mm. Like it just fills you up. I, 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 bald at Newsies in New York because (laughs) it's just so, it's like that reverberating, Yes. The orchestra, the voices yes. and that, that those big Deep. rising numbers. It yes. just like does something to your, to soul. your soul. Like you just any live music yes. really, but there's something like very um Yes. Emotional. You know, Broadway exactly. is just emotional and kind of over the top with some of that anyways. But it, it really is. And I think then touching on those issues yes. just especially yeah. just especially so and oh you would love it so much. The the last number is like who, like who's going to tell our story mm-hmm. kind of. So it's all about, you know, going down mm-hmm. history and what What's, is, what is yeah. your story going to be? Um, yeah. So I just really, really loved it. Ugh, I need so yeah, to, I would I highly need recommend, highly recommend the soundtrack. It's just fun to listen to. And it's really good to know it heading in because some of it is so fast. Yeah. If you don't know yeah. it, you really don't know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Yeah. So I'm pretty obsessed. Ugh, lovely. Um, okay, so I I don't know okay. if you're not shaped like me or have the curves and like okay. the big booty and thighs <laughs> with a smaller waist if this will if you will love this as much. Okay. But friends, I have found the best jeans I've had since I was a teenager. What? I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding Whoa. you. And this is a struggle. The struggle is real. Okay. So and I did not expect 
I there's a um, fashion blogger that I follow mm-hmm. and she's like a little size six skinny thing. Uh-huh. But she was saying how these were really good for like the mom tummy. They were a little huh. bit higher. They were um, stretched, but like in a not too stretchy way right. where they lose their shape. Right. So they were on sale for $40. They're Whoa. from Nordstrom. Okay. They're the wit and wisdom absolution stretch skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. They come up a little higher, but they're thicker still. Mm-hmm. And they have stretch, but in a... Um, Oh, they're so good. Like no oh, muffin top, yeah, but no gappage then either yeah. in the waist. That sounds amazing. <gasps> I wore them two days in a row and like didn't even, wasn't even like, oh, I need to take these off at the end oh, of the day. Oh, that's amazing. Really, really good. Holy and almost cow. to the point where I would consider tucking in a shirt. What? And I don't, I mean, that's just not cute on me in most jeans right now, but that's like awesome. they're so just good so in flattering. all the right places. Butt looks good. Everything looks good. That's awesome. If oh. I do say so myself. <laughs> So you may <laughs> go get you some. I am They're so still happy on sale for, for 40 you bucks because just, you just feel so good in great yes. jeans and everyone needs great everyone jeans. Everyone needs them. I literally, I think, want to just buy the exact same color because that's the one in my size because they're on sale. Yeah, you should. Um, they'll probably restock and get all the colors again, but I'm like, I'll buy the same color. I don't yeah. care. Just yeah. to keep them in steady rotation. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm happy for but you. But yeah, they're good. They're good nice friends. Tip. We'll link what, to them. Yeah. So who's the fashion blogger? Uh, st- <sighs> You know Sorry. how you can't remember like yes. their weird Instagram name? Yes. Style your senses, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's good. I like her. I like her style. All right. Okay. Any neighborhood news for us? Okay. I have I have a little bit of sad neighborhood news. Oh. Um, it's a little bit of a bummer. But then I, I have maybe some funner neighborhood news. So my first kind of sad neighborhood news, I feel like I'm kind of still processing. Oh. Um, yeah. So a friend gave us a sign that said, no matter where you're from, we're glad you're our neighbor. Yes. And it I said that. English, mm-hmm. Spanish, and Arabic. Yeah. I love it. And as of today, it is no longer in my yard. Someone took it? I guess so. I That's really sad. They took yeah. your most neighborly sign. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. So I'm kind of bummed. It's been there since October. And I really, I was thinking I might get an HOA notice because I think... I think we're technically not supposed to have political signs, which is not a political sign, but I right. just thought it would be like, we don't really like any signs. Like not that it they, like, it's like structured like a political sign. It looks sign. just like yeah. a political mm-hmm. sign. Exactly. And, and I thought that not that they wouldn't like the sentiment, but just, they would kind of be like, there's just yes. a blanket rule for none of, for not having these, but I never got that kind of a notice. So I was like, awesome. Like I felt really good. Um, yeah, so it's probably not, it's teenagers. Though. Yeah, that's you what know, I was thinking. Like, I was like, I'm not gonna assume the word. Someone like hated your right. message <laughs> exactly. So I'm just gonna assume that. Oh. But then, so here's the deal. I would love to hear from listeners. I don't know if I want to replace it or not, just because, like, if it's gonna get taken again, I don't want to yeah, get into some weird like passive aggressive yeah. thing. Yeah, but I did really like it. Yeah. But also, since we have, I just don't really have anywhere else to put it. Right. That it, I don't have like a window to put it in or anything else like that. So anyway. Right. Yeah. A little bit bummed. Maybe even getting it. I mean, <clears throat> I get the outward message, but even just like the sentiment mm-hmm. is just so you and you are so welcoming. Even getting something like made and framed in your in your house would be yeah, nice. Like maybe so. Just as a welcome thing, like by the front door or something like that. That's a good like idea. That. Just so you're like, right. No, still I still feel believe like this. I'm expressing <laughs> yeah. that. I yeah. like that. That's a good idea. Okay. I like that. I um, feel a little better. Okay. So speaking of teens. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt like a real old lady or like, just like, <laughs> I, it was just one of those moments where you see your teen self oh, and then you're on the other yes, end of it though. Yes. Okay. So those we are have happening this, more and more oh, frequently. It really is. <laughs> so we have this weird street, which is, I mean, I've taken a picture before, but we have like, we live on a frontage road basically. Right. So there's like a, a residential a, road. Yeah. And then on the fence. other side the is other like side a is through, a busy road. it's a through street. And in some places, like in Texas, a frontage road abuts the highway. Yes. This is, this not, is not a, a highway, highway, but one of the main roads. Just, in. Yeah. Kind of like a through, just like a through yeah. cross town street. Yeah. So you have to turn off of the main road and then you can like get in behind the fence onto my right. street. Right. So it's kind of treacherous at mm. either end here mm-hmm. because it's like people coming there's from not all, lights. it's like a five way. Yeah. And there's no, and there's no lights. Okay, so I was coming home from school yesterday with the girls and golf carts are a thing out here. Like everybody, like just driving them around the neighborhood because really 
in the heat of the summer or like when we go back to school, like parents will just go pick up their kids in them mm-hmm. at covered one from, you know, cause it's just like 120 right. is still pretty hot even yeah. to walk a mile. Right. So, yeah. So anyways, but this one, this particular one was loaded with like 13 year olds, <laughs> which I get like, okay, you let one and their sister drive. Yeah. It, there was seven children. <gasps> Oh my gosh. In this golf cart. They had the radio blasting, which is just funny <laughs> to be in a golf cart anyways. And she just literally ran right through the stop sign. Like she didn't even <gasps> know what to do. Oh my God. Because I'm like, you should really still have the traffic rules uh, if you're going to yes, drive that. Like Yes. And with no one wearing seatbelts. And I even get like, maybe you let your kid drive while you're in it too, just uh-huh. down to the park or right. whatever, because it's not, yeah. you're not going on busy streets and our neighborhoods are set up where it's hard to get mm-hmm. like through traffic. Mm-hmm. But the, she literally almost hit me with the golf cart. <laughs> and then I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, the mom and me came out and I rolled down my window. I'm like, honey, you have to stop. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why did I say that to her? Who am I? Like, I mean, just Erica go put on my mom Seriously. And I was like, honey, like all maternal about it. And she was so embarrassed and so like felt bad. <sighs> and I was just like, oh, hey, well, you know happened. what? She's going to stop now. This is true. Because so, I remember encounters like that when mm-hmm. it wasn't your parents oh, telling yeah. you something. That and leaves an impression. Especially if they're nice to you about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't rude to her, but I yeah. made a point to stop and, like, roll down my window. Yeah. And she's like, I was going this way. I'm like, I know, but look, you still have to stop right there, mm-hmm. just so you know. And she's like, okay, I'm really sorry. Like, felt all bad. <laughs> but I'm like, and that's too many children in that. Like, just. Oh. I think it's great. Yeah. but I love it. It was just one of those things. Comes out of your mouth now I without know. even. Oh, I love you know. it. You're like, oh, I'm really. Yep, here we are. We're really, at that point. Really in my 30s, aren't I? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I have one other quick update. Okay. So several episodes ago, I shared that there was this weird middle of the night light yes. that would come in. Mystery light. Yes. The mystery light that would come in through our master bathroom window but then because we just have an open doorway, it would shine into our bedroom yes. and be bright enough that not like totally illuminating a room, but bright enough that it kind of woke us up mm-hmm. and it would be very random. Sometimes it would come on for a super short amount of time. Other times, you know, an hour or longer. And there had been times, and this is so weird, where I think it's just it, the, the I cannot explain my mental state in the middle of the night, but all of a sudden <laughs> I'm just like, I just, I've just got to know what it is. Yes. And suddenly I'm going out into the backyard, which <laughs> is obviously perfectly safe. But later the next day, I'm always like, I did that? That's weird. <laughs> I know. There is this and I just, need to just know yeah. what it is. And so maybe that makes sense in the scary movies. We're like, why are they going yeah. down there? It's like, I just got to know. Okay. So anyway, it, ha- it happened so infrequently, but it happened a few weeks ago in the middle of the night and it was just staying on. And so I was like, maybe I can fig- see what it is, <laughs> you know? And so I go out in the backyard and I can see like beyond our neighbor's yard and it's back like in one of these weird houses that I don't even think we don't even share a fence with, but it's back in the other neighborhood. But because our neighbor had taken down that big tree, mm-hmm. it is someone's back porch lights, but they are like spot, floodlights. Yes. <laughs> spot floodlights. And there's gotta be like five of them. Uh, so they are just blazing. That must light up their whole backyard Yeah, and my bedroom yeah. <laughs> and my pillow. And Thank it is not much. a close house. I mean, it is, Yeah. I was like, whoa, I have never really noticed that house before. It's so Jeez. far away. So anyway, it still happens so infrequently. It's really not that much of an mm-hmm. issue, but I, I was thinking that if it happens again or something, I might just maybe, this is a banana bread situation. Hey, yeah. <laughs> this, this not, calls for banana not bread. Not sure if you knew, Yeah. but when you turn those really bright lights on, yeah. so I don't, who knows, maybe they're motion sensor right. or... You know, I will say the stripper pole behind us. Yes. That's not a stripper pole. That's right. They have like, you know, we just get one little porch light with the house. So they've clearly added Mm -hmm. some illumination and it is like all corners of the house. Pretty bright. It doesn't actually like illuminate much except our bathroom, but. Right. It can be bright. Some people take this real seriously. Yeah, backyard really, illumination. Backyard illumination. And it's just kind of funny because yes. the area is very safe. None of our yards are that big. And it's, they're like walled in. Right. Not that nobody could end up in your backyard, but right. they have to climb a wall. Right. Literally. Yes. And 
we don't have alleys really right like it is just it's just kind of a yeah. f- funny thing it's a little little overkill like literally friends we are like the number two for low crime in the whole yeah. country right right <laughs> quite literally <laughs> but we've got everything lit up like yeah. a football stadium <laughs> there's a reason <laughs> so anyway that is the update so We'll see. I, I really want to get a pocket door built, which I do not foresee in the near future, but either be a pocket door or banana bread. Yeah. Sometime. We'll of, start with the banana the bread. Two. Exactly. <laughs> see if I can sweet talk them. So yeah, that's yeah. funny. That's the news from the neighborhood. All right. We had some this time. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's all we have for today. Happy yep. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. We would love to know your own secrets to happiness and coupledom. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Connect with us on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door or find our Girl Next Door podcast Facebook page. If you love the show, would you consider supporting us by leaving a star rating or review on iTunes? We have 175 and counting. Wow. Right? We are just blown Reviews away. or star ratings. And they're all so nice. They are so nice. We don't nice. know if you guys are just being nice. <laughs> like you really don't like something. But there was one two-star review. And so Kelsey went back to look and then it still says this podcast is one of my absolute faves. <laughs> so apparently they just clicked the wrong star. So sentiment noted. Oh, you guys make us so happy. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. And that really helps other that like works in the algorithms and helps other people find the show. Yes, so it really does help, help to us too. In in addition to putting a smile on our faces. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all we have. Thanks so much for dropping in until next time. Be neighborly. And turn your back porch lights off. (laughs) I will chuck banana bread at your floodlights. And stop at the stop signs, children. (laughs) Ruckus children. We will air our quarterly episode of the Girl Next Door podcast. This is not going well. We are on paragraph two. And you can't even say the name of our podcast. Okay. Got it. Take three. We thought we'd talk about relationships and ships. <laughs> what is our problem today? Okay. Follow the script, Erica. Whoa. And so I need faces. I have a face. <laughs>